Intraosseous Infusion Intraosseous vascular access refers to the placement of a specialized hollow bore needle through the cortex of a bone into the medullary space for infusion of medical therapy and laboratory tests. The IR route is an option when standard venous access would delay therapy or is not easily obtained in the hospital or pre-hospital setting. IO success rates are twice as high as intravenous line placement in critical trauma patient without a blood pressure and should have priority over IV placement. IO needle insertion has been shown by multiple studies to have high success rates by physicians, nurses, paramedics, and in adults, pediatric patients, animals, as well as SIM model studies. Although IO access is superior in many clinical situations, highly underutilized, studies show that IO access can be acquired within 20 seconds, allowing rapid access in emergent patients who would otherwise be challenging uh, to access intravenously. Despite proven value of IO access and critical patient barriers exist to its use, these barriers include a lack of confidence in the indications for using IO access by physicians and the belief that nursing staff is not familiar with IO access. IO can be used to administer any substance that, uh, that is infusible intravenously, but IO use should not be used for longer than 24 hours due to an increased risk of complications. Multiple IO devices are available for manufacturers and availability varies institutionally. IO is easier than standard venous access route and central lines in many situations are acceptable for all age groups, including preterm neonates. Anatomy and Physiology Sternum, clavicle, humeral head, iliac crest, distal femur, proximal tib tibia, distal tibia, and calcanus are all potential sites for intravenous access. The proximal tibia, humeral head, and sternum are the preferred sites in adults. The distal femur, proximal tibia, and distal tibia are preferred sites in infants and neonates. Always palpate both margins of the bony site to ensure the penetration of the bone centrally. Notice that each site is always one to two finger breaths in measurement to locate the correct location. Sternum, one centimeter below the sternal notch. Humerus, the humerus should be internally rotated and the hand placed on the abdomen with the elbow flexed at 90 degrees, ensuring that the bicep tendon is immediately, immediately located and not penetrated. The surgical neck is palpated. The needle is placed two centimeters above the surgical neck into the greater tubercle at about 45 degrees at the anterior plane. A longer IO needle is necessary, such as the 45 millimeter needle, to access the intramedullary space. Distal femur. With the leg straightened and centered at the anterior plane, one centimeter proximal to the patella and one to two centimeters medially. Proximal tibia. One centimeter to two centimeters inferior and medial to the tibial tuberosity in the flat portion of the tibia. Distal tibia. Two centimeter proximal to the medial meliosus in the flat portion of the tibia. Indication, unable to obtain venous access or delayed venous access. Immediate vascular access is required. Blood for laboratory analysis or point of care testing. Access needed for contrast injection for radiologic ev evaluation. Contraindications, adequate venous access, fracture of a bony site, burn site, cellulitis or infection of the site, osteogenesis imperfect, osteoporosis, previous IO attempted site, previous IO site in less than 48 hours, recent orthopedic surgery. Several devices exist for IO insertion, including the first access for shock and trauma, the easy IO, and the bone injection gun. Manual devices include the Jamshidi needle and the Dykeman modified needle. 
Clinicians should refer to the instruction manual from the manufacturer with the device for specific details on proper use. All have the similar applications and techniques except the sternal site, which requires the purchase of the FAST1 product to avoid penetration of the post in, into the posterior cortex into the thoracic aorta. Post preparation, a standard sterile technique should be employed. The application, the appropriate site is located and the patient is awake. Although not mandatory, a local anesthetic can be injected into the site. The procedure is usually well tolerated in the awake patient. Technique, the needle is placed perpendicular to the bone with special attention to the pediatric population to avoid the epithelial plate. In the pediatric placement, placement should be in the medial proximal tibia, similar to the adult, but one centimeter distal to the tibial tuberosity. Once the needle contacts the bone with the needle, a hard stop is felt. At least five millimeters of the needle should be visible above the skin to allow for penetration of the medullary space. If not, choose the, a longer needle or a site with less soft tissue covering the bone. The scenario may occur with the obese patient where the proximal tibial site is likely to be shallower. Confirm placement of the I.O. needle by checking for stability of the needle in the bone, aspiration of the marrow, ability to flush with saline, and good IV flow rates. The, ability, the inability to aspirate does not always indicate poor placement. If this occurs, continue with a saline flush and attempt aspiration again. After needle insertion, flush with 5 to 10 cc's of normal saline for adults and 2 to 5 milliliters for infants and children. Patients may have severe pain when flushing with saline. The injection of 2% intravenous lidocaine, 20 to 40 milligrams or 0.5 milligrams per kilogram pediatric dose into the, the IO needle for relief of the injection has been advocated but with mixed results for pain resolution. Allow the lidocaine two minutes to take effect before flushing. Stabilization of the needle differs with each device, but is mandatory to, to avoid inadvertently dislodging or bending the I.O. needle. The team should document the date and time of the placement of the I.O. to ensure that it will be in use for less than 24 hours. Following the obtaining, following the obtaining of adequate IV access, the I.O. device should be removed and bandaged. Complications. The, ability, the inability to inject at the site indicates incomplete penetration of the needle through the cortex into the medullary space. The, pro the situation will be apparent due to its inability to flush with saline. Drilling deeper will resolve this problem. Extravasation of fluid offer occurs secondary to drilling through the posterior cortex. Placing an IO in a fracture site or in a bone that was previously accessed or at a recent orthopedic surgical site, this can cause compartment syndrome as well as the usual soft tissue complications similar to venous infiltration depending upon the product infused. In pediatric populations, epithelial plate necrosis is avoidable by ensuring an IO insertion site is away from the epithelial plate. Other complications include a, a fracture, cellulitis, osteomyelitis, fat embolism, and inability to remove a bent IO needle. A bent needle may require surgical removal. Clinical significance. IO access is fast and reliable with few complications can be accomplished rather easily in the pre-hospital setting with bedside training and nursing staff and physician. IV access is preferred, is the preferred route, but nurses and physicians should not delay IO access in emergent situations if IV access is limited or will delay care. Intraosseous aspiration of blood is usable for laboratory tests. The first aspirate does not need to be discarded. Uh, studies vary on the accuracy of the results on hemodynamically stable and unstable animal sources. More comprehensive and standardized human studies in hemodynamically stable and unstable patients are needed to prove correlations with standard venous sampling. 
This is also true regarding the need to validate the values in point of care rapid testing. Following the obtaining of IV access, laboratory data should be repeated, ensuring accurate results. Animal studies have, been, have shown expected values for blood gases, hematocrit, creatinine, sodium, and, uh, and values seem to be generally higher in IO samples compared with arterial and venous values in several studies. Blood typing is accurate even after blood transfusion through an IO device in a patient with a shock, allowing type and cross-matching to be performed even after an emergent transfusion.